0: Let's see what's going on at the Willimantic Public Library. Well, one thing is Take Your Child to the Library Day. I am pleased to be joined by Frances McGrath, the Youth Services Librarian at the Willimantic Public Library. Frances, good morning. Thanks for stopping by today. Take Your Child to the Library Day. When is
1: that? So it's this coming Saturday. It's a really cool initiative. It was actually started by two Connecticut librarians, and now it's gone international. It's just kind of like a way to get the library back into everyone's mind. To, oh yeah, I forgot about that. If that's something that you've slipped your mind and then just bring you back in and remind you everything you can do at the library.
0: So why is this an important day Saturday?
1: Because we really just want to remind everyone how important the library is to the community and how much you can do with the library. How there's there's books, yes, and there's movies, but there's we've got a makerspace now, we've got all sorts of STEM and STEAM initiatives, science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. And we've got so many exciting things going on, and we want to share them all with the community.
0: All right. So specifically, what will you be doing to celebrate Take Your Child of the Library Day?
1: So we're thinking about, usually, you know, in the past, librarians would get big performers, magicians, things like that, but that's not what we're doing this year with things being as they are. So we're having stations so people, families can rotate through them so that everyone will feel safe. We're going to have book character bingo. We're going to have a read, draw, and imagine station. I'm be running a pony, lead, li, pony bead library keychain making station, and then we're going to have a makerspace play build with Lego station as well.
0: So it's a COVID safe event. Take your child to the library day at the Willamette Public Library on Saturday. Do you have other COVID initiatives?
1: Yeah, so we're working on having more virtual programming. It's kind of tough in this uh, community. It doesn't seem to get a big draw, but we're working on it. We are we also have um, take-and-makes. We've got some funding from the School Readiness Council, and we're working on having take-and-makes that come with books because, you know, the goal really is to get the books into the hands of the kids. So even if you can't come in and browse, you can come in, you can grab a take-and-make, you can read a story, you can have a craft to go along with it.
0: Hey, we should joke a little bit here about the thing that I sent you before the big storm of the weekend. Everybody has seen the contour maps they show on TV and some places on the web where you've got the line of 12 to 8-inch forecast and you've got a 12 to 18, you've got the 6 to 12, and you've got the 4 to 6, those almost vertical or northeast to southwest lines. The thing that I saw, which I sent to you, it basically showed the areas with the heaviest snow. Go to the library and get four books. The ones with the medium amount of snow go to the library and take three books to read, and the ones farther west with the lower accumulation take two books to read. Just a couple of thoughts about that, that, you know, people got a little snowbound over the weekend, especially Saturday. What a good time to cozy up to a book, especially the kids. Exactly. What other things are going on at the library in February, which begins Tomorrow.
1: So we're having another NASA at my library night, which I'm really excited about. We're going to be focusing on the International Space Station, so that'll be cool. Um, we're also starting a – got a local storyteller named Carolyn Stern, and she's going to do a K is for Kindness and a, on Tuesday nights for younger readers and Choosing Kind on Thursday nights for older readers, kind of a social-emotional learning programming You'll also get free books, and we'll talk about what it means to be kind, what does that look like, things like that. Um, We've got a family science night, first Thursday of the month, so that's coming up this Thursday. It's really cool. It's been kind of uh, hands-on science, but really this week we're going to do density and talking about how the different liquids in your kitchen make really cool um, density things. And so it's really nice, like kitcheny science that you can replicate at home. And the other exciting thing that we did was we, got, we just got an initiative called Plant Wildflowers, um, and that's going to be starting up soon. And we got a grant through Tangled Bank Studios, and we're going to work on starting bio-blitzes, which are when you take a little portion of land. wouldn't work right now, obviously. but um, And you study everything that's in that portion of land. And that gives you a survey of all the creatures and all the plants and all the animals within your environment.
0: And you touched on the NASA thing, and you've gotten a really nice connection with NASA. You've got a My Library Night coming up, the ISS edition. I'm a huge fan of watching the passages of the International Space Station. and We've gotten some other people into it by letting them know when the good visibility nights are going to be. There's one tomorrow evening, as a matter of fact. But exactly what is the ISS edition of My Library Night?
1: So we're going to have, a again, with the stations, we really feel like that's the most COVID-safe way to do events like this. Um, my plan is to run a station, probably another redraw, imagine, because that's my favorite thing to do, and have other stations where we do things like talk about um, what it feels like to live in, in zero gravity. We've got those those really cool videos done by the International Space Station with, like, making sandwiches and brushing your teeth and things like that. And we've got some things in the works that I don't want to say because I don't know if they're going to happen, but I've got some big hopes for there's some really cool virtual reality stuff you can do with ISS. So we're hoping we can get some of that stuff going.
0: Now with this ISS edition, is it more learning about it? You've got the videos there, but as I indicated, that you can actually see it going by at various times of the evening this week, or morning other times of the year, and maybe encouraging people to learn about it in the library and then go out and see it with your own eyes.
1: Yeah, that's my that's the biggest thing I want is for people to take what they learn from in the library and take it out like the. Coolest thing that happened at our last NASA, my library night, was we had a school visit that morning, and a few kids who had already been in the library that morning came back that afternoon that evening with their families to talk about everything they'd learned at the library and show off what they wanted to do and what they were going to do. And so that's what I want is say, oh, this is so cool. Oh, I can see it. I should go look for it. So, yeah, exactly. Taking it, Taking what you learn and taking it out of the building is really the goal.
0: Aside from the chilly weather, it's a good week for it. 6.32 p.m. tomorrow evening. It goes about halfway up in the sky, but that's fine. And then another good one will be coming Thursday at 6.33 p.m., 61 degrees above the horizon. And then Friday, 77 degrees. That's going to look as if it's almost directly overhead from 5.45 to 5.52. So it's just three good examples how you can see it and maybe learn about it during February at the Children's Department of the Willamette Public Library. And you also have bilingual programs. Certainly important for this community. Tell me more about that.
1: So we're going to start having a bilingual story time on Friday morning. We've got some bilingual staff that we've um, we've got pumped about bringing some um, programming to, to different members of the community. So we're going to start on Friday morning, and then hopefully we'll um, keep going with expanding our bilingual programming.
0: When we talk about the Children's Department of the Willamette Public Library, what age group are you referring to?
1: Um, pretty much zero to 18, I would say.
0: Is there one of those age groups that seems to be the one that likes your stuff the most? Is there one that you see the most kids at?
1: I would say, no, we've got a pretty good range of everyone coming in, which is nice. We, You know, story times are always a big draw because you're um, at home with your child and you want to bring them in and help them learn to read, but we've also got some really cool you know, middle schoolers coming in for their graphic novels, and we've got a great relationship with the act School across the street. So we've got some good teens coming in. I'd say we have a pretty good representation of every age coming in. For-
0: and speaking of stories, you've got Fairy Tale Day and Tell a Fairy Tale Day. It looks like they're two different events.
1: Well, so Fairy Tale Day is inspired by Tell a Fairy Tale Day. So, and but Fairy Tale Day is on a day when when a public school is closed. So we're going to do stories and have a treasure hunt, and I'm going to dress up, and hopefully other people will dress up, and we're going to do things like that. So that and have a treasure hunt, things like that.
0: And what is midday STEAM?
1: So that's one of our colleagues' um, initiatives. She wants to do a homeschool programming for a lot of, especially because, with everything that's going on, a lot of families have pulled their kids out of school. So we're doing a lot of, we're working on our homeschool programming. And so this is a midday STEAM. So it's science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And, um, you know, I had her syllabus up and then of course I shut it down. Um, but she's doing engineering. She's doing some science. She's doing um, a lot of, she did some math with some circles. And so it's really geared to a pretty young age i did one and that's when i we talked about gravity and the iss um toward a younger age but to bring steam in to feel like because it feels like such a difficult concept but when you think about how steam is present in everything we do and that's kind of all the initiatives of the libraries of the steam stuff of the libraries what does steam look like in everyday life
0: Frances, if I were 13 years old, could you teach me to knit, sew, weave, or stitch? Yes. When would I learn that?
1: Tuesday evenings, we're going to start a craft circle. Um, We used to have a knitting circle, but it kind of um, petered out, and we've got a new young staff member who loves to knit and sew, and so we're going to bring her in, and she's going to run a – craft circle. It's going to be for every age group, and you can just bring what you're working on and sit and work and chat. You can have some direction. You can learn. You can play. You can ask questions. You can ask advice, or you can just hang out.
0: What is the makerspace concept as it pertains to the kids at the Willamette Public Library?
1: So it's it's been really great to watch the makerspace grow. It's been just a chance We've got some regular kids who come in. We've got some a family who comes in and loves playing with the robots. There's these things called Meeper bots that you control with the iPad and you build on the base of the robots. So you have your customizable Lego robot, and then you make him run around the library and go under the stacks and things like that. And it's all sorts of just playing like that. There's also been some a lot of jewelry making happening, which has been really cool. Um, so that's what's great about the Makerspace. It's really just what you want to do. And we will do our best to help you get there. And the hours are, we've got hours Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and every other Saturday. And pretty much if you walk in and say you want to use the Makerspace, as long as we're available and there aren't other things going on, we're not going to say no. So it's been great to see people come in and,
0: and really start to use it. And kids love robots, and you've got robots for them. Do tell.
1: So we've got uh, there' meeper bots there's one named Botley, the coding robot, and there's one named Dash who's really funny, who talks a lot um, and then one thing we 're going to do with the robots is on February nineteenth we 're going to have a day of code featuring robots with my friend ASA, who is really into coding, is going to come teach kids how to how to code with the robots so it 's a great way to see how exactly what you 're programming the robot will do. And so it's a perfect way to visualize exactly what coding does.
0: And what's the Books and Babies program?
1: So Books and Babies is great. It's a grant initiative that I've been working on for a long time. And, you know, we wanted to have a program where families brought their babies in, but that's obviously not something that families are comfortable with right now. So what we're working on is bringing materials out to the community. So right now at the Access Agency at the WIC office you can pick up a books and babies bag. It's a whole family literacy kit um, with rhythm sticks and shaker eggs and, and books in it. And then and we've also got some at the library and we're just trying to get, you know, literacy tools and reading materials out to the to the families that need it.
0: A lot of great programs at the Willimantic Public Library Children's Department, especially during the month of February, including Take Your Child to the Library Day, coming up this Saturday, February the 5th. More information is on the library website, org. One word, willimanticlibrary.org. Lots of good stuff. Francis, thanks for stopping by this morning.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Francis McGrath, Youth Services Librarian at the Willimantic Public Library, 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.